Currently, we have 29 degrees in Danville, 28 in Bedford, 26 in Lynchburg, 28 in Appomattox, and 26 in Amherst. So, I woke up to a chilly house this morning. Yeah. I forgot to stoke the wood fire. Oh, okay. Before I went to bed to bed well you were using those flannel covers you said you got well, and they were keeping you so warm you didn't notice huh? i put the flannel sheets on because it, I, I knew it was going to get cold yeah and they are super cozy sure now it needs to be cold before you put flannel sheets on yeah but yeah between between the flannel sheets and baxter and winston i mean we were nice and cozy uh last night i got up this morning and yeah mm-hmm. it was i mean i couldn't see my breath but it was really close right I'm just saying. Hey, ju- uh, just to respond to uh, Shang, um, I, I, if you watch the interview with uh, Governor Yunkin, well, well you, we he, need to he read. Had, he had some concerns about the two billion dollars, you know, that taxpayers are going to foot for uh, this development. So Shang's comment was, you were talking about how they're leaving D.C. Right. Yunkin's, you know, pleased to welcome them. Shang says, uh, I don't think Virginia taxpayers should be selling out two billion dollars to an entertainment industry i don't care how many jobs they quote that they create because the construction jobs are going to go to illegals i can say it's going on now locally and then on top of that entertainment has nothing to do with this commonwealth when we are in dire straits with the inflation you're hearing the current budget for virginia is going to come up short this year if they don't do something or figure out where they're going to increase their revenues uh though the governor's been giving out money hand over fist well, I mean, so that, that's a good argument. Uh, Governor Yunkin, if you if you watch the interview on Brett Baer, uh, you know, Fox's uh, 6 o'clock news, he explains how this... No, actually, he was on um, Laura Ingram's show last night. My bad. And he explains how this will pay for itself in so many years and the tax revenue and the tax base that will bring to the local community. So he's he kind of has put out the plan there I, I i get what you're saying i mean it's it's similar to not at this level but it's similar to a community that says i want the glad bag factory to come into amherst for example and we're going to give you tax breaks for the first 10 years until you get the thing going it's it's a trade-off between private the private sector and and the public sector there i i here's the thing that i i trust glenn Yunkin more than i trust some of these other folks i think anybody in dc yeah so i guess it's a wait and see attitude but you make a very good argument shang so well i mean it's it's certainly something that should be voiced yeah and you know and and raised with that office Mm -hmm. i would think uh so we were talking about jerry seinfeld as we uh went into the the top of the news apparently uh a new york theater was uh protested outside of one of his performance by a pro-Palestinian group. Mm-hmm. They're on uh, the march here lately, aren't oh, they? Oh, yeah. I think George Soros has been very busy getting them all organized. Uh, Pro-Palestine protesters marching through downtown Syracuse last week gathered outside the Landmark Theater to protest comedian Jerry Seinfeld's stand-up show, calling the, sco- the star complicit in genocide. Okay. According to the Daily Orange, an independent student newspaper at Syracuse, protesters called for a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas and an end to all U.S. aid 
to Israel. They also condemned House lawmakers for passing a resolution which declared anti-Zionism as anti-Semitism, which it is. Um, We have found ourselves at a point in history that is so crucial, a time where a better world is truly within our our grasp, said one speaker, who declined to share his last name. Hmm. Uh, It is precisely at moments like this we must come together and build everlasting solidarity. Uh, According to the newspaper, as people entered Landmark Theater for Seinfeld's show, protesters stood outside. Police placed themselves between the two groups, forming a pathway for those looking to get inside the building, while protesters chanted that Seinfeld was complicit in genocide. Uh, An Instagram post from the local chapter of the Democratic Socialist of America, which helped organize the shut shut it down for Palestine's protest, read Israel continues to escalate its genocidal atrocities day by day. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's just crazy. Mm. And this is what socialism gets you. Those of you who think socialism is such a flipping good idea. Yeah. I'm amazed at the people that I know. Oh, I know. They, they, they. That hmm. I would have never thought, but somehow think socialism can be done better. Right. Ridiculous. Yeah. And this, you with your stupid bumper stickers, Jesus would be a socialist. Right. Idiots. <laughs> they, uh, uh, Seinfeld has it back down uh, at all. He was among a number of Hollywood stars to condemn, uh, colleagues for hesitating to call out the Hamas attack the Hamas attack on Israel right on his Instagram he said I stand with Israel put it two days after the initial attack saying I lived and worked in Israel when I was 16 I love our Jewish homeland my heart is breaking from the attacks and atrocities but we are a very strong people in our hearts and minds we believe in justice freedom and equity we survive and flourish no matter what. I will always stand with Israel. I will always stand with the Jewish people. Wow. Seinfeld and a number of others signed an open letter to the Writers Guild of America mm-hmm. condemning the union for being the only major Hollywood union not to provide a statement on the Hamas attacks. Huh. So, there hmm. you go. I don't know. Everybody else did, eh? Everybody else did. Okay. Nice. But they didn't. Well, they called him out on it. I've always, well, I mean, I like Jerry Seinfeld. I, I don't want that to get in the way, but I, I didn't. I mean, even, there's a lot of people we like. I, we don't like their policies. We don't like their. Um, I didn't even like watch Seinfeld until it was off the air. Craziness. You know, I, 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 I mean, just, I don't even know who you are. Well, no, I watched it afterwards. I know, but who, who was. Who among us? I don't know was not... what I was doing on Tuesdays or Thursdays or whenever they were on. I don't. I don't know. I was probably one busy. of the most watched sitcoms. Oh, I had ever. a business during that time. That's what I was doing. Earning a living. Life hack Thursday on the Morning Jam. Morning Jam. So we've been sharing some holiday uh, life hacks. One of my favorite ones that I saw, we all live doing the little gingerbread houses, but, you mm-hmm. know, you always have structural failure. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. It happens. Or you eat the supplies. You're, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I had a front door Where before. Where is my glue? I don't know. Oh. 
A little, oh. little Julie sucked it all down. There's half a roof. It's running around the, the living room. The other half is in my son's mouth. That's right. That's right. I've lost all my shingles because they've eaten all the jelly beans. Right. But anyway, um, if you want, if your gingerbread house is more for looks right. and less for eating, <laughs> Mark, try using a glue gun instead of uh, that the was, icing that's hard to digest <laughs> well it well i mean you could eat around it i suppose but if you're because a lot of people use them like as a little centerpiece yeah yeah and, it, and if you want to do that you yeah. know because it kind of disappears mm-hmm. but put it together with glue gun okay and then decorate it afterwards i thought that was pretty brilliant how about this i've tried elmer's before but it's as bad as the as yeah. the other, I mean, as far as keeping it together, right? Is I'm, I'm thinking of a, a cardboard structure that you glue the the cookie to. That way, you can eat it for sure, and it stays together. Well, you certainly wouldn't be able to eat it. Yeah, but but if you use a glue gun, although the last gingerbread house kit I took part in mm-hmm. and ate, it tasted like cardboard. Right. So it was awful because it's been sitting on a awful on a shelf for like oh my god 10 months this is like the chichi ahead from three years ago they got re-gifted and re-gifted and re-gifted oh, that was that was the uh that was my obama chia pet <laughs> oh really yeah okay. yeah i got a lot of mileage out of that one Did you know? it would people would fight over it for dirty santa wow i think this year's equivalent is going to be my toilet paper roll with biden's face on it oh yes yeah, yeah I think, you were telling me about that i think that, that one's going to be so, pretty popular so how much was that would you mind asking i mean did inflation hit Biden's oh, it own was it paper? was it was far more than I should have been okay. spending. I got you. But just the idea of having Joe Biden toilet paper, yeah, it was worth it. <laughs> and that's what they're counting on, you know. <laughs> it's just like one of those things. The only thing that would be better is if they made one of those little targets for kids that you could put that, like when you're potty training them. Yeah, <laughs> that would be. I'm a terrible person. I have another life hack. Should I save it? I'll save it. Save it. Okay. There's no redemption Before from that Before you life fire content. up the coffee maker, turn on the morning jam with Janet and Mark. 6 to 9 a.m. Life hack Thursday on the morning jam. Morning jam. All right. Now I'll get this one in. So when you're, uh, we're doing some holiday life hacks today. Mm-hmm. When it comes time for unwrapping, and there's a lot of mayhem. Mm-hmm. There's paper everywhere, and you know how do you keep that organized and get rid of it? And yeah. then somebody ends up grabbing a, a a garbage bag, and you start putting stuff in that, right. and then gift cards get lost, and you got to dig through it. It's just a fiasco. So, uh, I thought this was a good idea. If you have like a, a really large um, box mm-hmm. that you could turn on its end and, and keep the top open, you can wrap that with wrapping paper. Okay. It's even a great way to carry gifts if you're taking gifts to someone's house. Right. And then you use the box to put the wrapping paper in. And then when everything's done, you just take the box outside and everything's done and it's just all all neat and tidy. I kind of like it. Yeah, it's tidy. I think it's good. It's a good idea. Especially if you, because sometimes it's hard. You've got all these loose little presents. Mm -hmm. If you're taking presents to someone's house it's you can just put all the presents down in there and carry it in that and then use it to get rid of the paper that was one of my favorite ones okay 
Uh, the other one that I loved, and I've made these many years. Uh, I've made them many years in a row when the kids were smaller. Are the uh, the little sleds that you make with you make the the candy canes out of the runners, and then you take uh, candy and you stack it up like presents. It's a great way to use leftover Halloween candy because because oh, okay, yeah. the Kit Kat goes in the bottom, and then you put the little miniatures and you oh, wrap them up cool. yeah. like little presents, and it's a great little gift. It's a great gift for a teacher or a Sunday school teacher or a neighbor. First time I ever saw the candy canes made to be part of the sleigh i thought man that's creative now let's eat and you know how i put it together <laughs> with a glue gun with a glue gun yeah uh liz <laughs> says she's going to make a gingerbread house with ryan at school today you need to pack that glue gun girl yeah everybody's going to be going oh my goodness yeah why does their why does their gingerbread house look so good <laughs> why is it staying because liz cheated <laughs> but janet told me i could that's so right. there's that <laughs> Here's a lot of things you can use glue guns for. They're your friend. So I, I got, um, you know, I got noodles over here, and she is she's working up some stuff here. She just went to insaneradiodeals.com. Yeah. And uh, there's Saving all some bank. Oh my gosh! Take advantage of forty percent off of gift cards to BNC Sports Inc. Fleet Feet Roanoke and Sequest Lynchburg. Plus, there's other great deals, according to Noodles. Mm-hmm. 20, 60, and even 80% off. Go to InsaneRadioDeals.com. Don't let the picture of Ed scare you. That's, <laughs> you know, that's going to be the first thing you see. He's got his hands. He's not as scary as no, he has been, though. Actually, this is a very inviting picture of Ed Lane mm-hmm. from uh, Ed Lane in the Fast Lane. He is. I'm uh, a little disturbed that he calls the 2468 Who Do We Appreciate a jingle. Okay. That is a cheer, sir. Okay. And you're in sports. Okay. Come on now. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. But you'll see a picture, Ed, with his, uh, you know, Santa Claus hat on there. No, it's an elf hat, isn't it? Yeah. It's it, That one is an elf hat. Okay. He has a lot of hats. Yeah. <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> Yamada Japanese barbecue restaurants mm-hmm. on there. I want to go there. And, um, you know, so go there. You could get some. You know, this is better than stealing off of somebody's front porch and regifting. Yeah, don't be a porch pirate. What you could do is go buy some of this stuff and get it at super great prices. Then you hand it to your, you know, your loved one or your friend or whatever, and they think you spent a ton of money on them. Mm-hmm. They don't need to know you found it on InsaneRadioDeals.com. That's true. We won't tell. They'll never know the difference. This also helps the radio station as well. So go to InsaneRadioDeals.com, and you can also chant 2468. Who do we appreciate? Well, we appreciate you, especially if you shop at InsaneRadioDeals.com. Commercial over officially. Four, six, eight, ten. <laughs> Please don't do that chant again. That's my thing. <laughs> Uh, there's going to be a memo. Hashtag, not a jingle. Anyway. There's going to be a memo going around today, <laughs> and I'm going to get tagged because I'm sitting next to the anti-chant Janet. <laughs> I don't, you can chant, just don't call it a jingle. Okay. A jingle's like, you know, a little dabble, do you? That's what yeah, that yeah, is. Yeah, I got you. Plop, plop, this is. the real is. thing. Oh, oh what, what a relief, relief it is. is. Yeah. That's a jingle. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, the real thing. Mm-hmm. I want to teach the world to sing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's a great song. Do, 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 do. I'm loving it. That's a jingle. Yeah. It's oh, I think you've made your point. I, well, Quit hitting the counter like I, I hope do. so. All right. <laughs> GOP senator is wanting to uh, um, an immediate vote 
to bar federal tax dollars for colleges who fail to condemn anti-Semitism. Boy, that'll hit them where it hurts. That'll rein that right in. Yeah. See, it's a, I'm a little squeamish on that one. Okay. I mean, I think if we do that, then we're going to say, well, unless you, you know, do the next thing, which I, will be the flavor of the month, deny Christians entry into your schools. But I understand where he's coming from. When you have presidents from places like Harvard right. and others saying, well... You know, it depends on the the context of where you're calling no, the I, genocide for Jews. Right. You know, you got to have context. Right. If you don't have context, then it's not really against our code of conduct. How How about this? Nobody comments on anything, but see, social media has made it now to where whether you're a president of Harvard or you're some guy that can't get out of the basement in his underwear makes a comment and it goes viral. So we are that that genie's out of the bottle. I realize that. Everybody has to comment now. Right. So if you're not willing to comment or you're fudging it, it just, I don't know, this Pandora's box just has so many doors to it. Mm. But, I, I mean, I know they should have said something. And Well, you're tolerating. I say fire the lady because she's a plagiarist You're, you're over there tolerating hate and physical threat. Right. And, on your campus. I mean, yeah. I mean, right. there's That's there's a, a lot. Problem. There's a lot going on. Right, right. There's a yeah, whole lot to unpack. It's not just that. making a statement. It's right. not. Right. But uh, anyway, 866-916-3776. You're on the morning jam. Good morning. Good morning to y'all. Um, when the IDF, when they took all the rats that they drowned out of the tunnels there in, in Gaza, and, and then they... When they when when all these uh, terrorists were coming out because they were drowning them, mm-hmm. uh, they and they did you see pictures where they they took them, they stripped them down to their underwear, and and then they all made them kneel down. And uh, I hope that they execute every single one of them, and then just be done with them. And uh, well, this is uh, one way that they uh, they can't perpetrate terror any longer. I, you know, that's that's uh, right. That's right. Yeah, I heard and that they, they were going to flood those tunnels, and they did. And they, they did. did. Hmm. They did, and they, and they did, uh, and and they they came out like when a ship begins to sink, the rats were coming out. Right, no doubt about it. So and, you're you're they, taking the Old Testament approach, where when certain people God told to go in and wipe them out, meant wipe them out, destroy everything, even the animals, don't bring anything back. And some of them were too tempted not to bring something back. Mm-hmm. Totally. But, but, so you're you're of the total ob, uh, obliteration of of Hamas. I'm not I'm not judging you for that. I'm I'm saying no, no. Hamas brought it on to themselves. Correct. Um, you have to remember you you have to study your enemy because from day one for a Palestinian. Mm-hmm. They they preach and teach and and cram in the heads of their young people. Yeah, annihilate the Jew, kill the Jews. Yeah, kill them all, yep. and then and then kill anybody who stands with them. And if they if they think and that's the problem, if you, you you're not you, you know the Bible tells us that you cannot make crooked that which is bent. You're yep. not going to straighten these people out. 
the, the, these people, the, their only goal is, is to kill and take as many Jewish people as they can. Well, and they and said they that no- we will repeat October 7th over and over and over and over again on you Jews. I mean, they've said as much. That's right. So they've and yet these idiots are still going around blaming Israel. It just yeah. doesn't make any sense. Right. That's right. And these and these senators uh, and and our politicians mm-hmm. who are up there screaming to uh, uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, you know, please stop being so uh, mean to uh, <laughs> right. Hamas. Right. That's ridiculous. Crazy, you know. Yeah. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Okay? Well, we can't and, even. And, and, yeah, if somebody was going over there uh, after their family, let's mm-hmm. see how yeah. you know mild mannered they'd be. Well, it's sad that we can't even mention exactly. some of the things that right. were so yeah. horrible that they did to to females right. Right. and children. We yeah. can't we can't even say it. Babies, yeah, and babies. It's no, just it's, disgusting. It's, it's it's and and you know, I heard somebody say it. You know, early on, you you, you can't call them animals. That's insulting animals. Animals, right. don't, animals right. don't do that. Even even animals, even are, wild animals don't do that. Right. Monsters do no. that. Yeah. No, they they are truly demon possessed and demon driven. That's all they are. Yeah. I mean, they they are they are possessed by Satan, and that and that's why they're doing such the the cruel, inhumane things. Uh, so you know, you need you just just like the just like the uh, the demon said, you know, send us into the swine. And when he did, then they all ran off the cliff and they drowned. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what we need. Yeah, we need to get rid of them. But anyways, on a lighter note. Yeah, you got I'm, about 20 I'm look- seconds. I'm looking forward to second stage this coming Saturday night. It's going to be a great time. I, I hope that you're all sold out for both Saturday and Sunday. But if you have, you know, a, uh, a few tickets, I hope people that are looking for something really good to do, it's it's a great it's going to be a great great show it's it's, it's going to be a lot show. of fun and i'm singing karen you, carpenter kevin. just for you kevin i'm just saying wow yeah wow got some karen carpenter coming his way okay good 31 degrees in Appomattox, Danville, and uh, <laughs> roanoke 31 in bedford 29 in lynchburg can't seem to get up past that mark i don't know is the, the needle's stuck right there i guess i, I guess know. so Dang. All right. So, uh, you know, Janet used to work at Q. She used mm-hmm. to have to travel 81 as part of her journey yeah. to work every day. Every and, day. And that little, that little shoebox of a car that you used to have, <laughs> yes. Sparky. My husband hated it. Yeah, it was tiny. I, I, I think it had 12-inch Husband rims. slash then boyfriend. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, stretching more than uh, 325 miles is Interstate 81. It's commonly the pathway for most travelers southwest and uh, southwest Virginia. However, locals are voicing concerns about the increase in traffic jams and delays on the six-mile stretch, you know, mm-hmm. that goes by Roanoke. It seems every day there is a new accident happening, and it's always on that one portion there of 81, uh, specifically three lanes widening, uh, the, specifically the three-lane widening project near, near Salem. So, you know, I don't know when that project's going to be completed, but uh, this is coming from a, a state, Virginia State Police information officer, Rick Garlis. He said, I didn't realize until I pulled the numbers that the number of crashes that have happened in that work zone. So uh, they're, they're trying to address it. For those of you that have to travel it, certainly be, be careful because it, it, it looks like 
the widening project's going to take all the way till 2026. Holy cow. That's just insane. That's all, and then you think about our truck drivers that are that are in that constantly, because yeah. that's the main thoroughfare yeah. for many of them, depending on where they're traveling. And, and coming off in, at Botetot, that, that, you know, that loop that goes around, I hate, and I'm not one that gets nervous, but my wife's the white knuckle ride when I have to, to get on right there where you loop around and and it and, and and they're flying they are literally flying at that point of 81 if i had a theme song in my head right now do you know what it would be what melakaluki laka is hawaii's way it's getting so hot in here oh <laughs> i wonder why you were looking at me what like, is happening what's no going on? i'm just like well we turned getting... the fan off we had to run a fan well, did, in because... the studio to circulate you know the, the air <laughs> the heat in this room and um <laughs> golly day she just turned it back Hugh on you jimmy buffett all right uh all right oh my you know right. he does a version of that song right? i'm okay now I'll, I'm, I'm okay find you're it okay during the break all right there's a story on nelson county it's an important story too uh you know an officer killed in the line of duty is bad enough sure uh their families are left to grieve uh, but without benefits afforded to other officers it just seems like that's unthinkable but that's exactly what happened with that wintergreen officer that died not that long ago uh chris wagner's family that's what they're experiencing right now he lost his life in the line of duty on june 16th um when and he's a wintergreen police officer uh virginia's line of duty act would provide benefits and health insurance to eligible officers or their families if they're disabled or die in the line of of duty wintergreen police department is a private force so i didn't know i didn't know that did you know were you aware of that i was not aware i of wasn't that, no. either uh so his death not covered wow now the people in that area are saying that needs to change okay uh, he was the main source of income for his household uh, just to be able to have those benefits line up would would be able to take care of simple things that they wouldn't have to worry about nelson county board chair jesse rutherford and uh, republican district 24 delegate uh, ellen campbell are advocating for private police departments to have the option to participate in line of duty benefits you can be a person serving, protecting the people, and you don't have uh, equitable opportunity, Rutherford said. Sometimes mm-hmm. until something terrible happens that draws attention to the problem, uh, you, you know, you don't realize that you need to take a look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the county has created a resolution that 13 counties have now signed requesting an amendment to the Line of Duty Act. And they're hoping that if they can move forward with this, it'll give families a little bit of hope. They say it shouldn't matter if they are a private or a state entity. I I thought Wintergreen would have been like like an Amherst Sheriff's Department or I figured yeah. it was you know it was like like any small town. Yeah, sure. But evidently not. Okay. 866-916-3776 you're on the morning jam. Good morning. Oh, good morning. All week or so I've been hearing Miss Rell's there talk about the different songs we're going to have Saturday night, and I wondered if you're going to be playing my favorite song. Which is? I'm having a white chocolate Christmas, or I'm dreaming, <laughs> yes, of, I'm a dreaming white of a white chocolate Christmas. <laughs> yeah. I'm dreaming of a white chocolate Christmas. There you go. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Are you serious? Is that what you were going to say? 
Yes, I'm dreaming of a white chocolate Christmas. If if, if so, I'm so disturbed that I anticipated that punchline <laughs> because that You're means I'm thinking around. like you. <laughs> well, that's that's a fast improvement. Let me tell you, that's there's hope for you yet if you start thinking like me. <laughs> oh my! I gosh. do have a. Are you? Got, a wait, 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 Dale. I I, I I think that that. You know, Janet is going to have a special um, kind of like thing you have to walk through that detects white chocolate. Beep, 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 beep. <laughs> I'm you, sorry, you get may, him out of here. You may be frisked at the door. I'm just there's, saying. There's a scene in It's a Wonderful Life where they're at Mar- Martinis, mm-hmm. and and they're like, mm-hmm. Binky, get him out of here. <laughs> That's going to be you. <laughs> Well, the only reason she'd be doing that is because she wants to steal my white chocolate. Ah, yes, yes. Probably. Uh, your white chocolate safe with me. <laughs> so yeah. you said you had a real question. <laughs> yeah, I have a real question. You're, since you're the Amherst local and I am not, we have a, uh, some friends of us of ours meeting us up there from Covington. Uh-huh. Or they're coming over to go with us Saturday night. Oh, nice. And we wanted to eat somewhere in Amherst. The only thing I know about is Vito. Can you tell me something, a good place to sit down and eat? Well, there's uh, Briar Patch, if you're if you're wanting a you know sit down. Uh, I've been there, yeah. Yeah, uh, there is a Mexican restaurant uh, there across from the Briar Patch, and one of my favorite places is the filling station. Uh, it's a. Uh, I've a, heard it's really good. If you if you want a really great burger, the filling station is your place. Well, we, we want more of a sit down thing because we usually. We only see them a few times a year, so we'll sit there and talk for like two hours. And and there's uh, also like Bonfire um, in Amherst that you might want to look that up and what is it? Check that out. It's called uh, uh, Bonfire Bonfire Burgers and Bourbon uh, in uh, in Amherst. Oh, I haven't heard of them. And it's a, they're pretty new. Uh, it, they're on Main Street there. So okay. and and they do other things as well, but they've I've, I've heard very good things about uh about them as well so you definitely have some options yeah the thing i remember about the briar patch it was a little bit pricey if i remember yeah a little bit i i would i would i would agree with that um yeah i would think that would be a fair a fair assessment of that us us, us poor people can't afford that unlike (laughs) the uh rich local radio personality oh i don't know about that <laughs> i don't know about that has he been he's been looking at your pay stub <laughs> i mean look if you by the way this morning, <laughs> this morning it was 22 here in rigna i'm oh. gonna start calling it rigna because that's the original town out here really rigna well, that's fun yeah, not where huddleston is but actually on the road where we live i'm not gonna tell you where that is because i'm in hiding right no <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, I totally understand you're incognito hundreds in the 1800s, that was the original town around here called Rigda. They had a ring nut R I N G R I G N A Rigda. Okay, it, it, was it named Rigda. after a person or? I don't know where it's got its name. All I know is reading years ago, I got a book about historic mills in oh. the area because I know there used to be one down the road from us because our road is named after it. Okay, and the old cat, the old house that was built in 1863 for it. It's still there, but not being taken care of. And they had a grist mill. They had a carpentry shop. They had a post office. They had a general store. They had a distillery. They had an orchard. Uh-huh. The whole, and that's all that's gone, unfortunately. No. But that was on the map before Huddleston. They actually took the millstones from the rig from the mill there in Rigna and 
took it to the Huddleston, just, which is now also gone too. The Huddleston Mill is no longer around. But right. huh. That just shows that that was first. So on old maps, you can see, find an old map in the 1800s right at the Civil War. It's called Rigna. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, thank well, you for that history tip. Well, can't wait to tip. see you on, uh, on Saturday. <laughs> Looking forward to it, my friend. My white chocolate-loving friend. <laughs> Looking forward to that white chocolate. All righty. I think you should have the vendor have at least one white chocolate. Yeah, just for you, sir. I hear your there. name is Dale. Here's a little something special for you. Right. Or when he comes through the door and answers, oh, yeah, wait, I've got something for you. Right, that's right. I'll be right back. We'll be right back. Yeah, we'll, we'll have be right some, back. Uh, some more headlines for you as we work through this Thursday together. It is 845. forget to listen to the morning jam 6 to 9 a.m on the virginia talk radio network the morning jam with janet and mark oh the weather outside is frightful but the fire is so delightful and since we've no place to go let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. You know, we're uh, yes. going to have Lynn Stevens on the show tomorrow from VDOT. He's still speaking to you. Yeah, I know. I woke him up at 5.50 yesterday. I'm sorry about that, bud. A early. Um, <laughs> anyway, we're, we're going to ask him to give us a, uh, a forecast of sorts because they study that stuff. They have to. Right. You they got to stay gonna, ahead of it. They're going to be up on the Farmer's Almanac and all that kind of stuff, looking at the trends and those kinds of things. I'd be curious. And then we get to ask him, do you have enough salt? Mm-hmm. Do you have enough, what is it called, grime or grime? Brine. Brine. I, yeah. I knew it had an I. Depending am. on how tired I am. <laughs> gotcha. Other, otherwise, it would be brine. Oh, like Brian? But if I'm tired, it's brine. Brine. <laughs> so, okay. Which is different. All right. So just when you think the uh, the the mass stealers can't get any more ridiculous you know the ones that just go through and and they rob the stores and they you know just oh, take yeah. things like that they're entitled to like it. The, the flash mobbers and that kind yeah. of yeah uh for for two men who have been uh dubbed the the kitchen aid crew for stealing kitchen aid appliances wow. from coles Th- those are expensive items they are uh the 50 year old and 37 year old uh, we're being sentenced this month in Colorado's 18th Judicial District. Mm-hmm. And um, they've learned that Green and Bolden, the names of the men, connected uh, to other coal thefts, which is why they're they're called the KitchenAid crew. Um, they had their their attorney argue that they should face a lesser misdemeanor charge because many of the items that they stole were on sale. Oh, my God. You have got to be kidding me. I am not. You have got to be kidding. I am not. (laughs) Because you can't make this stuff up if you wanted to. Oh, my gosh. If somebody put that into a plot, they would be like, that is ridiculous. (laughs) They'd laugh you off the stage. No lawyer is going to say something like that. Well, au contraire, mon frere, because that's exactly (laughs) what happened. During the trial, the defense attorneys told members of the jury that Green and Bolden should face a lesser charge because the items they stole were on sale at the time of the theft. 
And under Colorado law, thefts less than $2,000 is a misdemeanor offense, while theft between two dollars and $5,000 is a felony. And the prosecutors valued the items stolen by the duo at just um, uh, right at $2,000. Well, at least for that robbery. They've been connected to others as well. Um, District Attorney John Kellner said, just because an item is on sale doesn't mean it's free to steal. And these defendants now get to think about that uh, in jail. It's like, I know they stole his Tesla. But there was 500 hours on those batteries. They're right. going to have to replace the batteries just gonna at 800. To, so yeah, the I minute mean, that Tesla drives off the lot, there's depreciation. Right, that has well, to be that's factored true in. Too. I didn't even think about that. Right, exactly. Always what thinking. Did, oh my gosh, uh, Deputy we're, DA, we're going down the toilet faster than I thought. <laughs> Deputy DA said. Uh, retail theft is not a victimless crime. We see it in news articles, the impact of rising retail theft, in, mostly due to these changes they've made right. in sentencing. Many stores no longer even try to confront or stop retail thieves no, because they, they don't, don't want to die right. over a KitchenAid. Right. Um, and they, they're mm. afraid that people are going to be harmed. The, the, it's gotten so bad, Janet. The pendulum... For this to change, it's going to have to swing so far the other way. Right. That that, and they've they've created it. the 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 politicians have created this scenario that the pendulum is going to have people are going to die on the way out carrying their KitchenAid because the vigilantes will kick in now because they've created total anarchy. Sick and tired of it. They they are tired of it. Yeah. And you know we have these great stories where a grandma, you know takes out two teenagers you know because oh, yeah. she used her purse on them and they were little you know Look, babies a, to begin with i had a, a, a story sent to me today by by a listener of, of a, a young woman who died defending her stepdaughter from wow. a child molester wow um yeah and that and and this is this is a virginia woman mm-hmm. uh i don't know how widespread that story is i was reading up on it but didn't have really enough to to go into it on the air but you know what a tragic thing yeah. Uh, sure. To to have to to do that, but it uh, you know I think that's where we are in a lot of situations. Sure. Here's a here's a lighter side story. I wanted to get to this one yesterday, but I didn't get a chance to. <laughs> but it's too good not to cover. That's right. Uh, there was a a medical mishap. Okay. To say the least, when a 57 year old woman brought a concealed handgun into an MRI machine. Now. What could possibly go wrong there? Because they tell you nothing. Metal. Don't don't wear nothing. Nothing metal. metallic. Don't wear your earrings. Right. Don't take everything off. Yeah, you're you don't want anything metal. Enlarge that earlobe. Do you have anything in your body that's metal right. so they can avoid? You know, because right. it'll pull literally pull it pull out. It out. Yeah. Uh, well, apparently this brilliant lady uh, brought a concealed handgun into the MRI machine. Ended up getting shot in the butt. <laughs> with it she's fortunate that's all it did. that that's all yeah report states that the patient was brought into the room entered the mri machine during the scan the handgun was attracted to the magnet and fired a single round wow the patient received a gunshot wound to the right buttocks area <laughs> and was able to be examined by a physician on site i mean if you're gonna wow. do that that's the you okay. know i i have to ask it's probably good that it went into her Tush, right? Because if it damaged the machine, can you imagine 
what she's going to be facing. Or it could have like ricocheted around. Oh yeah, or well, I mean, it could have killed her. But if it would have, and maybe it did damage the machine. I have no idea. But these machines are millions and millions oh, yeah. of dollars. Yeah, yeah. The doctor described the wound as quote very small and superficial, only penetrating sub. I can't say that was subcutaneous tissue. <laughs> Uh, before she was taken to the hospital for further treatment. That meant, meant she had a lot of uh, cushion back there. I think that's what that meant. So Maybe we need to team her up with the uh, the porch pirate who yeah. would not claim that that was her tush in the, in the video. Apparently, no muscle was harmed during this. That's all I'm saying. Uh, the patient later told doctors she was okay and healing well. According to the report, the patient was asked before the exam if she had any forbidden items, including firearms, and answered no. Wow. The manufacturer of the MRI machine, okay. GE Healthcare, is still investigating. There is a lawsuit in her future. I'm almost certain. I'm I'm just curious. Was she afraid that she was going to get mugged inside the machine? I don't. <laughs> I, I mean, don't understand. Why? She had to know. She had that honor. She well, just had to. And, and I mean, typically you're not wearing a whole lot. Right. 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 Where was the handgun hidden? <laughs> I don't want to know. That is my question. I think. Yeah. I mean, like you guys, you can't even wear an underwire bra. <laughs> I know. I know. I mean, come on. <laughs> right. Lord, people are stupid. <laughs> Oh, Lordy. Here's a good story out of the Portland Rescue Mission. Okay. Uh, workers at the Mission Warehouse were sorting through donations and struck gold. Mm. They found a shiny pair of gold Air Jordan 3 sneakers. Wow. Want to guess the value on those bad boys? I have no idea. Ten grand. Wow. Yeah. Jeez Louise. After going through the confirmation process, experts determined the shoes to be one of a handful of custom sneakers. Right. Spike Lee commissioned them oh, wow. in honor of his 2019 Oscar nomination. Gee. When we found out they were authentic, it was shocking to say the least. Absolutely floored. What an immensely generous gift that they probably had no intention of giving you. Right. Um, we were glad to get the opportunity to put them to work. Sotheby's is uh, Sotheby's is auctioning off the gold sneakers free nice. of charge. That's nice. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, if you're interested, you can uh, you can check out the auction. The shoes are going to be uh, uh, online bidding is going to be running through December the 18th. Okay. Very so nice. did he did he wear them? I guess he wore them. Must have probably to the. Is there a photo of him wearing them? I don't know. Maybe. Wow. You can check that out. Uh, Spike Lee Oscars. Uh, it's got the the signed box and design. There are size if you're interested, size twelve and a half. Oh, okay. And currently there are nineteen bids. It's at seven thousand dollars. Nice. Okay, that's cool. So they've already done pretty well. They're not very attractive. Well, they're. I, I mean, they, say, honestly, they. But look that's not the like point. Like they got sprayed with gold spray paint. Right. I mean, you know, but. Whatever. Obviously, if they're authentic they're worth well, a lot it, of money it ends up being a really good thing for them and yeah and, sure. and what a coup for the portland rescue mission that's going to help an awful lot of people yeah no doubt so. all right guys we'll see you tomorrow friday's coming and not a moment too soon if you don't have your tickets to second stage go to secondstageampers.org because i would love to see you saturday and or sunday for the it's a wonderful life show yeah and uh yeah we'd love to see you then have a great day i'll see you tomorrow make today awesome yes and we'll do this again with some laughter like we just had a few moments ago 
Thanks for hanging out with us. Listen.